Welcome to the Food Vans interview. Um, I don't know if you know this, but over 20% of the UK population is affected by one or more allergies. It's a growing problem, and um, unfortunately, especially amongst the young. Between 6 and 8% of children suffer from food allergies, uh, according to research from the British Society of Allergies and Clinical Immunology. The impact can be anywhere from inconvenient to life-threatening. So what would you do if your newborn suffered from severe allergies? How would you adjust and make sure they were safe and receive the right amount of nutrition? Well, that's precisely the challenge that Amy Langfield faced, and it led her to start Grow With Iris and begin a fascinating journey. Welcome, Amy. Hello. Thank you for having me. Is it is it fair to say that you had to start Grow With Iris? Uh, yeah, 100%. So um, I had Iris in 2017 and um, from a really tiny baby, she had like horrendous atopic eczema. So red raw face, her arms, legs, and um, she was exclusively breastfed. So um, I was going back to work as a teacher at six months, it was pr- pretty early. Um, and I went to my GP saying, look, I'm going to have to find something for lunchtime feeds with, with a childminder. Um, I don't know what to do because I think that there might be some sort of intolerance or allergy or something going on because I kind of done my research on the eczema. She said, oh, no, no, just try any old formula, you know, whatever. And I'm like, OK, so did a bit of research. And I thought, you know, what, I'm going to try on goat formula because the protein's slightly different from like cow's milk protein. Um it's like Iris instinctively knew and she kind of was a bit fussy about it, didn't want to take it, took like one drop and her eyes and her face and her lips and the whole face kind of swelled up. So I went, um, obviously went back to the GP and said, this has happened. Um, I really think we need to get her tested for allergies. And she was like, yeah, but you're going to have to wait six months because there's a massive waiting list. And I was like, I can't wait six months. I'm about to go back to school full time, which is intense in itself with like a tiny baby, let alone knowing that she has potentially got life threatening um, allergies. So we ended up having to pay to go and see a local pediatrician and she got the blood test done straight away. And then within like a day, we knew that, you know, all her allergies, which were at that time, cows like cow's milk protein allergy or like all bovine basically milks soya um bananas cherries kiwis strawberries um all nuts peanuts sesame you you name it oh oats as well because I had been told to use you know like avino and stuff on her and literally it would burn her skin it was horrendous absolutely horrendous so I cut all of these foods out of my diet and I wasn't really eating, I'm quite intolerant to dairy anyway, so I didn't really have dairy, but all of those things I had to kind of cut out. So yeah, but if we hadn't have got her diagnosed, she had a massive anaphylactic reaction at my mum-in-law's. We don't even know what it was from because I was making her pack food and, you know, it was, it must have been some sort of cross-contamination. And if we didn't have the EpiPens, well, I dread to think what would have happened. It doesn't bear thinking about, does it? No, it doesn't, no. What what were your options for supporting Iris's development then? There's like an NHS prescription, which is like an amino-based, it's quite kind of, almost say kind of chemical um, formula, which, you know, is great. It, It supports children's growth and it ticks all the boxes, ticks all the boxes other than the fact you turn it around and you don't know any of the ingredients apart from corn syrup 
which they need the sugar, they need it to thrive, they need it to build themselves up. But as a parent who had been breastfeeding and lived like, you know, we eat quite healthily, I was quite shocked that I didn't understand it. And also it, you know, anyone who's had this formula knows that it really smells disgusting and tastes disgusting. So we kind of went all over the internet and and looked for things which obviously would not be legal in the UK anyway. So looking for different alternatives because our laws are like the strictest in the world. Um, so we imported something, some random one from America, Australia, not really massively established brands. Um, and and then something from France we kind of settled with, which was £40 a tin. And luckily we only had to have that once a day, but you would be getting through three of those if you weren't breastfeeding as well. So that's like 120 quid a week, which is mad, like absolute madness. Um, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to just do something about this myself. Like I can't be the only one. Like I need, I need to do something. So kind of not to knock your, your GP and, and the health service, but it kind of, it doesn't sound like there was an awful lot of support or a plan to, to deal with Iris's allergies. No, so we were then referred back and put into the NHS system. So we were assigned um, the a paediatrician at our local hospital, um, you know, who has to cover loads of different things, not like an allergy specialist. You know, that's not the only thing that he has to do. We were luckily given access to a dietitian who actually we've been working with on the formula. She's amazing, Sarah Foster. Um, and we had 15 minutes with a nurse to show us how to use EpiPens. But luckily I'm pediatric first aid trained through my teaching career. So I can, I, I feel confident to, you know, I've got myself a training pen and I can kind of show friends and family or, or like childcare settings, you know, what they need to do. Um, so it's really tricky, but you know, the most support, I've probably found, and it's even better now, you've got someone called um, Dr. Helen, who has got all this support, uh, like support for parents who've got like di newly diagnosed children. And then you've got people like the allergy team, like loads of different, the allergy badge, they all are here to support parents because they're all parents themselves, allergy parents. So they know what's missing. And within our community, everybody's doing their little bit to kind of make it a safer world because we're all so frustrated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so how did you set about developing the product? Yeah, like really naively, I'm going to create a plant-based free-from formula, inf infant formula, you know, that's a pretty like, yeah. So in my green naive self with Iris with me as tiny little baby, I actually came to see Mel from Frog Hop, so the founder of Frog Hop. So amazing, like we're... I actually went to her house and we chatted in the garden. I remember it really vividly um, talking about, you know, what what would be the best way to go about this. And she kind of talked me through and said, you know what, it's going to be really tricky with infant formula because, you know, you're going to need a dossier. You're probably going to need to go and do loads of legal stuff and go for a European court, you know, all the stuff. But, you know, she made it really clear to me and I was like, no, still, you know, we can do that. That's cool. But, you know, um, talked about the best protein and we kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, let's go for like pea protein. And we got like a paper based recipe down of what she thought would probably be good to kind of move forward. And 
we worked together on that as well and I had ideas about what I wanted to put into it and um yeah so that was like an initial kind of prototype and then as you sort of moved into into developing the product how did the process of balancing taste and nutrition and and the kind of allergen free objectives work yes that's um it's challenge because pea protein is is a tricky one to work with I mean they're being like finer and finer proteins being developed all the time you know always going to have this taste so we kind of balance it with um we have date sugar which is like a natural low GI sugar you know you think sugar and like alarm bells go off but actually children need also need sugar to thrive like it's it is essential we're kind of you know, as long as you're looking after like teeth health, you know, our drink you would have morning night, you'd have it before you clean your teeth both times. Yeah. So um yeah, and then it's formulated with like MCT oil and um which is coconut derived, and then um like a premix of all the different nutritionals. And we've worked so carefully with our paediatrician, dietitian, labelling experts within the infant regulations, because a lot of growing up drinks actually follow adult regulations. It's really grey about what regulations. So we've done loads of kind of legal work to find out what's actually going to be best for the child. So we we formulate to infant regulations to ensure that the nutrition is like optimum. And you mentioned about the sort of need to, to campaign and, and, and change change the law around um it's it's not to 12 months yeah it counts as an infant yeah what's the thing that needs to change so the thing that needs to change is having a a protein whether that's pea protein a safe protein which is plant-based or allergen free that that is we need to find a protein we were going, we actually were going to work with the University of Greenwich, but we just had too much on our plate right now. We just need to launch, but we're kind of hopefully going to be working with them in the future to kind of work that out. But what would then need to happen is you have like a dossier of like all the different like bits of paperwork and legal stuff. You then I think have to like present it to the European courts, even though we're kind of not under EU laws. We're kind of UK obviously now, but we're still following that similar you know the same sort of legal stuff so the only proteins registered for use right now are cow's milk protein goat milk protein and soya and then the one that you get on the um on the nhs is like an amino blend yeah right so this is the it's it's the plant-based option that's that's missing that's lacking yeah yeah and you know like bearing in mind that we're in a massive climate crisis it baffles me why like this hasn't been addressed you know I guess it's not top list of their priority but like there's one born every minute and you know they have to be fed and not everybody can be breastfed one thing I hadn't picked up looking at the website is the sustainability angle of it and avoiding I guess the the dairy industry and its impact on 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 the planet yeah so um yeah obviously being plant-based we already are in a better position. We had an, an LCA done when we had our um, when we did our kind of sustainability innovation project via Innovate UK. So we had grant funding for that. Um, so just purely by existing what we are, like the powder-based, plant-based, that already ticks a lot of boxes. However, we've also got other aspects as well. So we're kind of housed, this will be fully printed like this. 
but um, this is part of our pilot batch. So we're going to be coming in an 18 serve pouch. You then add your water to it, like a formula, but most growing up drinks come in like, you know, like your usual cartons. cartons. And I've been known to take 15 of those on holiday. <laughs> I literally, my suitcase full of plant-based milk for Iris, just so I knew that she would be able to have her, like her morning and night nutrition when she was like little later on when we have our sachets just chuck a couple of sachets in you're going camping for the weekend already the car is like filled to the brim you know chuck a couple of sachets in all that kind of stuff nappy bag whatever you mentioned funding from innovate uk which sounds pretty good that's that's they fund on a sort of r&d kind of basis do they yeah, so we had sustainability and innovation was our first one. And the second one was women in innovation. And you know what? It's just so incredible because you firstly, you obviously have the money, which means you can do the stuff that you need to do, which is always so costly when it comes to R&D. But you also get like this network of people that help and support you, like a growth specialist, if you're stuck with anything they can kind of recommend where to go or they put you in touch with someone so we're so lucky in that sense it's really connected us and and helped us become I guess the founders that we needed to be because it's just almost like training it sounds like it'd be very difficult to this level of product development without some serious funding I mean yeah I mean at the moment we're in an investment round because just to launch but we are ready to launch like we have everything is set up it's almost like we just need to press the button and then we can go um we're building a really kind of intense and robust website because we'll be selling d2c and we want to make it easy for parents to be able to you know order via subscription and just not be like one of those glitchy websites which just is almost like a hindrance yeah so um yeah we're ready to go we just need that funding but you know that half our product cost nearly goes on testing you know like on allergy testing it's tested at every kind of stage of the manufacturing process so from the opening the bag of an ingredient to where it's going into once it's in there we hope it's almost like a backbone like when they do the blend and then they about to pack it and you have to wait half an hour for the results and you're like waiting on the floor and then they like cool like yeah you're good hey. like oh for you and you're waiting for the phone to ring like in the in, you're like on the like in your like kind of hair net and your shoes yeah. kind of waiting it's really nerve-wracking it sounds like there's a lot of different hats did you not have any idea how many different hats you're gonna have to wear as a as a food fan <laughs> No, and Sophie, my co-founder as well, has got a lovely collection of hats. You know, <laughs> we, it's like a fancy dress box. Yeah, so we, yeah, obviously you've got the founder hat. You know, you've got your, like, the face, the networking, the talking about the brand, but you've also developing the product. You're learning about how to be a nutritionist. You're learning about allergies more intensely you're learning about storage and distribution you're learning about legals you're learning about finance you're learning about budgeting you're learning about profit margins you're learning about everything and it's like a whole new career I mean it is a whole new career for both of us we're both creatives I'm an art teacher Sophie's from branding and she's creative director designer 
we've had the most incredible mentors and worked with the kind of most generous specialists, you know, like our risk and regulatory lady, Rachel has just given us so much time and patience. And we worked with a lady called Frida as well, who's helped us with all, um, you know, our kind of manufacturing back and forth and kind of held our hand through all of that. So she's got years and years of experience. And, you know, without those people, we couldn't have done it. You know, we also have like mentors in like Lucinda, who started um, Genius Foods and Sarah from Healthy Nibbles. Like we've got all these people who just kind of, we know like if we're a bit stuck, we can just kind of tap into them and they're always so generous with their time. Brilliant. And the next stage is, as you say, is, is some some more financing and doing sort of production runs. Yeah, you have done some production runs already. Yeah. Is that right? yeah, we've done two. So the first one was like a smaller batch run and that was for our our um, first focus groups, which was like an agency focus group, just to kind of put the product in mouths. And that was also some flavors that we tried out with them as well. We then decided to kind of really be pointed about what we're doing and focus on the hero product, get that out there because that's where the need is. Kind of put all our you know, energy into that, getting that really good hero product. The rest is gonna come later. So we then found um, our manufacturer who are based in Somerset, took about four months to find them but again they've just been incredible and actually um the md is personally invested in us because he just believes in what we're doing and you know that means the world to us because we know that he kind of has our backs you know and then for take a risk on like a startup you know pre-revenue startup really tricky product you know that that's a big leap of faith and you know we do you know we really appreciate that I think I saw some pictures on Instagram of you packing up yeah. samples, did I? Like, so you, you sent sample products out to, to people. Yeah, so with our second production run, we had them mostly, we had for testing and like shelf life and stability, just put in boring, like our packaging, but not fully printed, just yeah. to, to get all our data. But then we had them put into little sachets, which went down a storm, like everybody loved them. And we're just saying, are you going to release these as well? So that's kind of gone into our plan. We will be doing that in the future. But we we recruited, honestly, thousands of people signed up for samples. And Sophie and I were packing them all up. But then in return, they did survey for us. And it meant that we really kind of had targeted data. So from plant-based community, allergy community, which is really tricky to, you know, to find, you know, people who actually you know, the people that we actually want to help. And they were so generous with their time and comments and it went down really well. And we had the validation we need to kind of keep going. We've made a couple of um, tweaks. So we've kind of brought the sweetness down for our commercial run and we've upped the calcium even more. Actually, everybody loved it as they were, but my gut feeling and Sophie's as well was just to bring the sweetness down a little bit. That sounds really important for the business you've, you've kind of found a thousand plus people there so you've kind of found your tribe these people absolutely desperately want to be able to to buy it on a regular basis yeah and a lot of like people you know if you if someone chooses to be vegan or if they do have a child with allergies you tend to you know breastfeed as long as possible but if you can but then if you're returning to work at 12 months it's actually what we've discovered through talking to our consumers that actually 
at 12 months is a really tricky stage because people are holding off going back to work so don't know what to do and they feel like confused about what the next options are so initially the concept was for the infant formula 0 to 6 6 to 12 but we've actually realized that there's a massive need for this time in a child's life you know when also they might be fussy eaters and struggling with the nutrition so with us we don't you don't need to have like with your two servings a day you don't need to have like additional multivitamins you know it's all in one you like kind of as a busy parent you've got like on a peace of mind that it's all it's all done you know they're ticking a lot of boxes when it comes to their nutrition have there been particular communities that have been useful to you or that you've been able to access i mean i'm thinking of facebook and things like that we did facebook ads which helped with our sign up for um for the focus group for the you know like our sampling with the um sachets but I guess my, like more community would be like Instagram you know fellow allergy um you know like dietitians like I said earlier different parents who have started their own businesses you know like allergy pen pals they've got do really cool little like key rings to um you know identify whether you're carrying EpiPens there's, you know, people like Ash Friendly who are doing loads of stuff to kind of raise awareness for allergies within the Sikh community. But um, we all kind of help each other out. And then when we went to the Free From show, you know, everyone's there because we are a small community and we all kind of just look after each other. There's like Sarah from the allergy team, there's Dan from Make and Tame, you know, we're all doing our little bits within our world to kind of make it a safer world for everyone. We're all doing our little bit from different angles and it's it's so lovely. And obviously you've got Julianne from um, Creative Nature. Um, you know, she's doing, she's making massive waves at the moment and really using her power to kind of help us, you know, as a group of people that are very, very misunderstood. When it came to manufacturing and doing your sort of your, your, your test batches, did you have to find a specific manufacturer that could yeah. do allergen free? Yeah, so on our second manufacturer and the first one was like slightly smaller. This one is like scalable, but it took us months, absolute months of like being on the phone, trying to find someone that would, you know, fulfill like a free from product. Um, our current manufacturer, they, they're just so amazing. Their testing is just second to none. The support you know even the md of our manufacturer has invested in us because he really believes in what we're doing it just means safety to us because we know yeah. that he's got the kind of trust what about the branding and, and creating the brand sophie is um she her in a former life is um a creative director and oh. the branding is all down to her and you know at the moment we're just we're talking to people to help us with like our tone of voice and making sure that you know our messaging is is really important because like I said earlier we really want to be uplifting and support people but we don't want to be earnest or patronizing in any way because we already feel like we're not believed in the community anyway so like we need to kind of be like a happy place what does the team look like at Grow With Iris as you said it's you yourself and Sophie yeah so obviously Sophie and I and then we have our a lot of consultants who we kind of have in place so we have our risk and regulatory um consultant Rachel Ward um our LCA advisor labeling a labeling specialist to you know make sure that everything all the nutritionals are in line we have our two nutritionists we have our pediatrician we have a growth manager 
um, and like this massive list of mentors who from the F&B world who um, support us as well obviously storage and distribution so the team it's big when you kind of write it all down you know team is huge but we're kind of in the center of that and I guess that'll change as as, as you say you get funded and yeah yeah, yeah. The business. are there any brands or businesses that have kind of inspired you or that you aspire to be like oh yeah loads I mean um obviously mentioned Julianne because I love how much of an impact she's made I'm particularly obsessed with a brand called Overheard at the moment because I really like the way, and you might not have heard of them, Over and then Heard Like a Cow. Again, they're a powdered oat milk, quite similar in a way to us, but their branding's really cool and the way their messaging is really great and, again, not patronising and just makes total sense to me. Obviously, Tony's as well, like the way that they, um, you know, their social impact on the world. Um yeah I mean we're constantly on the lookout I'm a a real kind of brand ambassador like if I love a brand I'll tell the world about it and I listen to a lot of podcasts from founders because I just find it so interesting to you know see how they got to where they are I love Mary Portas as well I just think her mindset and her the way that she kind of works in business as a female just I, I love her as well. And finally, do, do you have a kind of an ultimate goal for, for Grow With Iris? Number one, to launch. To be in Europe, to get into America, where we know for a fact, you know, they've had their formula shortages. Love to get over there. They're quite progressive when it comes to alternative, um, you know, alternative products. And I think, you know, would go down really well there. But, you know, at the tip of the iceberg, you know, getting a formula not to six, six to 12, that would be my dream. You know, there's a lot of work to be done in terms of changing um, the legal, you know, the law within the UK to make it, you know, registered for use because it's so tight at the moment. But, you know, for me, it's not a sel- it's not selfishly that I want the law to change because of my product. I think, you know, if we're moving towards really extreme climate change, why would we not be trying to switch a product which makes such an impact and most babies are advised to be having cow's milk you know there's more cows in the world than there are people and their emissions from the methane just is so damaging you know why wouldn't we just why wouldn't the government think let's try and make a change let's let's just like let's just change up a few things and see what happens you know it's it's really it's frustrating but you know I would love somebody to have that infant formula out there i'd love it to be i'd love it to be us and i'd love us to be successful enough to be able to facilitate and develop that ourselves you know we're like the david and then everyone else is like the life it's like a big mountain but you know you know if you think about it enough and if you're taking the right steps and you know why not we've got this far we haven't come this far to come this far you know brilliant thank you so much for for taking the time to talk to us if anyone wants to find out more about grow with iris uh and buy online uh this well soon i think it's fair to say <laughs> yeah then uh, the sign website up to my is, newsletter yeah excellent is uh it's www.growwithiris.co uh you can listen to previous food founders interviews at frockhop.co.uk forward slash podcast 
We'll be back in September with uh, Lucy from Cloudy and Finn. And you can sign up for that at frogcop.co.uk forward slash kitchen. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you, family. See you later. Take care. Bye.